There is a message for the hurting, a word for the broken heart. There is a cure for your burden, and there's love no matter who you are. God wants you to know, hey, there are places He wants you to go, things that He wants you to know. So beautiful, Christ will set you free. Yeah, He will change your now reality. teach this evening about the cutting edge, the cutting edge, the cutting edge. Um, there are three things that the cutting edge do. Number one, what the cutting edge do, it takes away. In the letter T, number one, it takes away. It takes us away from that which is influential to us that will lead us away from God. It takes away that which is influential to us, have an influence on us that will cause us not to have a hunger or a delight in the Lord. Because the scriptures say, delight thyself in the Lord and he'll give you the very desires of your heart. So Satan's objective is to cause you not to delight yourself yeah. in the Lord. He wants to uh, surround your life with influences that will keep you from tapping in. So the cutting edge causes God to take away those influences. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you remember when Isaiah said, a year king goes, I died, uncle goes, I died. I also saw the Lord. There's some things got to be removed from our lives in order for us to have a crystal clear picture of God. Number two is that he trims away. He, he trims away, uh, and may I say, he trims away all of the excess, no, don't think corner either, all of the excess fat. Yeah. He trims us. He, he trims away all of the excess. Now, think spiritual now, because the acronym for fat is that F is he remove all the fears. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he trims all the addiction. And he trims all of the trivial matters that don't even matter. Oh boy, God, that's some good teaching right there. Boy, that was shot news right there. And so the first letter is, he remove all my fears. Because anything that is not of faith is a sin. So when I'm walking in fear, I can never touch the heart of God. And if I got addictions that keep me from pursuing God, he trimmed them away. And then all of these trivial matters that we make into big matters, he trimmed them away. 
Sister Lane had to remind me of a teaching of a revelation knowledge God gave me. She said, something, sometimes we magnify things to be big and in actuality, they're not so big. Yeah. Because the more you talk about a trivial matter, the bigger it gets and the more meaningful it becomes to you. Y'all know what I'm talking about here? At first, a little bitty more here, now it's a mountain now. And you're all stressed out when, if you'd have handled it, had it trimmed away when it's in its trivial state it wouldn't be so stressful. Boy, that's some good teaching. It will not be so stressful. So he trims away, and then number three, he trash away. He takes the trash away. Uh, we're going to read the scripture. It's going to use a word called marred. Marred means hard. The hardness of our heart when we become so stubborn and stiff-necked toward the things of God. And when the things of God irritates us and aggravate us, our heart is marred. Tell your neighbor, you don't want your heart marred. Tell them marred means hard. So let's start with Jeremiah first of all. Jeremiah, uh, the prophet of the Lord, in the 18th chapter, beginning at verse 1, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise, go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hands of the potter. Yeah. Yeah. Messed up. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. He made it over again. So please be patient with me. Come on now. God is not through with me yet. God is the potter. We are the clay. We are in the hands of the master. And he know how to make us. And when he, he know all about, see, man sees the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God knows the condition of our hearts. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah. Only thing I can see at times is what your exterior. Yeah. Come on now. But, but, but God can look beyond that and discern beyond that and know beyond that and see the interior. Yeah. What's on the inside of us, you really what represent, what, what represent us. But sometimes we become hypocritical and we uh, portray ourselves to be something that we're not. So Lord, put me on the cutting edge. Keep me on the wheel. I'm talking about every day. Keep me on the wheel. Now watch it. Now this is revelation. Now this is going to blow your mind. Watch this, Lord. And everything that is not attached, so you better hang on to it. Amen. Watch it. He said, um, he said, uh, as long as you experience pain, that gives indication that impurities yet remain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, y'all didn't even get that right there. Be it physical or mental or spiritual, long as I experience pain, that gives indication that impurities remain. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
long as I'm struggling with this, that, and the other, it let me know that there's something there that God got to take away. That which is stressing me is not coming from somebody else. It's on the inside of me. Because if I get my inside right, I can handle you. If I think right, I, I can think around that stuff you coming up with. If I apply wisdom inwardly, what is going on in a chaotic like way, I can handle it. Uh, Solomon said in the writer, he said, take knowledge from a spider. <laughs> he said, a spider, he's always working. A spider even works so until he can get into the king's palace. Yeah. In essence, the spider know how to get in the White House. <laughs> he, he finds means to get in places that we can only dream of getting in. Yeah. And then he get his set up and somebody come down and tear down his house and tear down his spider web. But what, what they tore down is on the inside of him. So he starts spinning again. Next day you come by, another home built up. What you're going through right now, staying on the cutting edge, it's on the inside of you. God can bring it up out of you. Foreclose my house. Kick me out of my place. It's on the inside of me. Repossess my car. I get another one. It's on the inside of me. Cut my food stamps off. That's all right. I'll find a way to make it. It's on the inside. Amen, amen. Tell your neighbor what you need is on the inside. That's why the master say the kingdom come without observation. Which means you can't see it coming because it's on the inside of you. The kingdom is within. The kingdom of heaven is within. What you want made right, you can make it right by using what's in you. But here's the case 22. It's the crud that surrounds the jewels and the diamonds that don't allow us to recognize what we're looking at. That's some crazy teaching right there, boy. We don't know how to recognize diamond in the rough. So we've been called nappy-headed and ugly and never amount to nothing when we look in the mirror. That's all we see. But may I beg your pardon and indulgence right now. I am somebody. And let me help you out. You are somebody. Amen. Point is powerful, isn't it? It is that stuff that's surrounding the jewels that causes us not to be able to see. Yeah, it's marred on the inside. It's messed up on the inside. And it's got to be crushed. It's got to be made over again. God got to, he's not going to destroy it. He's going to bring it out of you and crush it. Make it soft. That old hard heart, he's not going to destroy your heart. It'll kill you. But he crush it. Start working with it. He start filling with it. Start allowing some things to happen in your life. That nobody but him can fix it. Can't no doctor, can't no lawyer. Come on now. Can't no pastor. Can't no member. It's got to be him. Boy, I got about it. What these four people sound like 40 people, 100 people off of this. Come on now. God got away. He just, 
He allows some things to happen to me to bring me to the point of my wealthy place. Because he, he, he knows that I have a tendency of getting comfortable in my mess. Don't we? Don't, don't you lie now. Don't you? Don't you? You get old, or get old too and walk around here and you're comfortable with that old nasty attitude. And God allows some pain that Tylenol can't touch. God allows. They had, a, they had a fight the other day, this husband and wife. Boy, they, they, it was a messed up fight. It didn't last very long. And I want to show it to you in Job, the second chapter. Look real quick. Job, second chapter. I want to show you the domestic fight they had. A little fight here. It didn't last long because Job wanted to put in a place. Uh, ain't got no place on me, so say, ain't got no place. My place is in your face. Come on now. <laughs> Telling you who the man. <laughs> I did. Job. Two, verse 9. Let's go with verse 9. Then said his wife, after she seen everything that Job went through, does thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. She ain't said that polite. You curse God and die. Oh, I ain't talking about you still got faith. We can't even pay our bill. Ain't nothing going right. You still going to church and everything and worshiping God. Why don't you curse God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, get me some insurance paid. Come on now. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaking. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. He said, just as good things happen to me, bad things happen to me. And God know about it. Amen. And you got to be careful when you're going through rough time how you respond with your mouth. Because they were having a hard time and she opened that old mouth and started talking some foolishness. And Job said, you sound like a foolish woman. Yeah. They were arguing. They were like, you sound like a foolish woman. Oh, Job told her where to get off. You sound like a foolish woman. Y'all don't have no pretty fights. Y'all fix it all up here. I told my wife, now you told her with emphasis. Or she told you one. Come on now. Don't be scared to say amen. All of a sudden, it's foreign language to you now. You don't know how to say amen now. All of a sudden, you know, I went into a foreign language now. Job said, at the hand of God, that is good and evil. He may have misconstrued that, but he wasn't far from it. Because whatever go on in our life, be it good or bad, God know about it. And furthermore, he had to permit it in order for it to come to me. And furthermore, he had to know I had something on the inside of me that can handle whatever come to me. Amen. Boy, I feel like Hercules, Samson. I feel like Samson. I feel like I can hold all y'all in one hand. Come on now. So things are going to happen to me, but difficulties can be a symbol or a resemblance of the cutting edge. Let me show you something. Look at 545 of Matthew, 545 Matthew. 
See, that's why I'm put a lock on the door. I can't invite everybody here on the Monday night. You know, I got, I got to hold it low. I got to hold it to the disciples. I want to be on some real people who really want to deal with some real stuff. I don't want no free lunch folk off in here. Come on now. Tell, tell, ask your neighbor, are you part of the free lunch crew? <laughs> 545, that you may be the children of your father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son, that's the part I want you to see, to what? Rise on the evil and on the good, and send it rain on who? The just and on the unjust. So things are going to happen to me like it happened to a criminal. It happened to the pastor like it happened to the pusher. Come on now. It happened to the member like it happened to the minister to society. To society. So things that because I'm good and doing good, because God made me good, is not going to stop from bad coming to me. But I got to have the proper perspective on it when it crawl up in my body and try to work on me, I got something to work on it with. You may try to make my body lethargic and sick, but with his stripes, you got to get up out of here. So, just because I'm a believer will not prevent bad things from happening to me. Fact about it, it speeds up when I become a believer. It's come more often than not than it did before because I'm connected to an irritant that irritates Satan. It aggravates him for me not depending on his system in this world. It make him mad that I don't lean on him and take shortcuts to get some stuff. I don't have to lie no more on no application. Amen, amen. All I got to do is tell my daddy about it. Amen. And sit back and wait on him. He come through every time. Amen. But I got to have the proper perspective. So God got to allow the fires and the, uh, uh, the heat to come from within. Because if I have the proper knowledge and wisdom and perspective on a thing, bid it be bad and evil, and sent out to trouble me, it won't trouble me to the extent if I did not have these weaponry, these, right. these, these wisdom, this knowledge, and this understanding on how to deal with a matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta stay on the cutting edge. God, God keep on working with me. As long as it takes, you know how long it's gonna take. I know it's pain, I know it's anguish, but work on me, Lord. Some things about my attitude I don't like, he don't like, and some folk don't like. Work on me, Lord. And don't look at me. I'm talking about all of us. Attitude means lifestyle, not just no tube coming out of your head. A disposition on your face. I, I want to handle things the way Christ handles things. Y'all follow me here? 
I want to deal with things how Christ say deal with it. Amen. Come on now. Amen. I want to handle up on things. I, I want to be able to turn the other cheek. Yes. Yes. Amen. I want to be able to go to my brother and speak to him face to face and with love and kindness to gain back relationship rather than approaching it like the world. And I see her, I'm going to tell her peace of mind. You need to get back on the cutting edge. How many know I think I can see this word right here? No, I can't see this word. My mama remind me of the back end. I think of the back end. But how many, how many, how many know that God put something on your handy parts? He let you go so far. And then the fact about it, when he's whooping you, when, when, when he's chastising you, he's talking to you. He's taking away, he's trimming, he's trashing all at the same time. He's working on me. And it's so painful. Nobody don't walk around and walk around, God, I need a good whooping arm. You hope that he becomes senile like your mother became senile. But they wasn't so senile. See, some of y'all didn't had a good whooping, but let me tell you what I had. I, I had a good whooping. Sometimes I thought they had forgot. But when they came back around, they reminded me I am not forgotten. God know my name. Come on now. <laughs> and he whooped me. He, he, he get to whooping me and he talked with me. Have you ever been awakened by him out of your sleep? Since you don't understand right there. Have you ever had a parent or a parental guide to wake you up out of sleep, put some heat on you? You thought you could sleep through it. Come on now. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're awakened. With one of the worst alarm clocks you could ever be awakened with. And you can't see number behind it. Come on now. I mean, look at the 12th chapter of Hebrews real quick. Let's stay spiritual real quick. Hebrews, Hebrews 12th chapter. Tell you, baby, you look like you need a good whooping. You need a real good old fashioned one. Well, I'm going to don't hold back. <laughs> 12th chapter of Hebrews real quick. Uh, verse uh, number uh, five, and you have forgotten the exhortation which uh, speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he what? Chasteneth, which means he corrects and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. He works on that head if he love you. He, he deal with you when you need to be dealt with if he love you. See, I can't tell you a piece of my mind and walk away and go to sleep when I know I was wrong. See, I can't say some stuff. Some of y'all can. Y'all country just as shot as all I do. Come on now. You know, I told you a piece of my mind don't have no mind. I can go home and go to sleep. But I say some things to people in a rude way and I go home and God said, okay, you ain't going to sleep tonight. You can eat what you want to eat. You can eat some blueberry ice cream. You can get you some brownies and think you're going to sleep and sleep out. Uh-uh, you can't do that. You can't, uh-uh. Let me wake you up. Let me talk to you. And when he wake me up, he have on my mind what he woke me up for. I got Pentecostal, boy. I got to get Pentecostal on y'all with that right there. See, 
I don't think he do y'all like that. I, don't, I really don't think he do y'all like that because y'all just going to do what you want to do and sleep all night. But oh, when he wake me up, putting something on my hiney point, he talking to me at the same time. Anybody else in here? Don't play with me now. Anybody else in here? Hey, that, that proves he loved me. Verse 7 said, if you do endure chasing and God dealing with you as with sons and daughters, for what son is he, is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then ye are bastards. You want to know what a real bastard is? Right here, right here. That ain't no cuss word right there. That's illegitimate to the throne of God. Ye are bastards and not sons. Ye are bastards. You are illegitimate. God don't deal with you because you are rebellious. You already told him I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live my life I want to. They'll preach up there. Can't tell me how to live my life. Come when I want to come. Man, I want nobody controlling my life. Man, it's too much life to live. Oh, but you're going to listen to somebody. Get me with the old gangbangers. They so tough in the street with the bandana hanging out their pocket pants, all hanging down behind, all showing, and a little hot lead getting in who they call it for. Mama! I want my mama with my mama. You want to call it for mama when you were bad. Come on, you gangbangers off of there. Come on. <laughs> so, so, so you have just admitted that you're not illegitimate because God deal with you when you know you didn't got into something you ought not have got into. He deal with you when you know you didn't say something you shouldn't have said. He deal with you when you know that you have handled a situation unbiblically. You went around the process. He said, if you have out with your brother, go to your brother and you and your brother alone. Go to your brother alone. Don't take your cousin them. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on. Don't do it by way of telephone. Go to them. Amen. Don't put them on three-way while you're talking to them. I'm going to see how much a clown they is. Ain't nothing but a clown. I got them on three. I want to hear this clown. And so God works on us when we choose our own way. That's if we are not bastards. Look at verse 9. It says, furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Here's what he's talking about. We respected them. Man, man, my daddy didn't play. Man, we didn't get away. We couldn't do anything, you know. Man, these kids do anything. They, make, they get whatever they want. Whatever they want. They ain't messing with nobody either, you know, because it may have been posted. It ain't such a scene and everything. Man, if we want a earring, if we want tattoos, if we want, you know, you, you want anything. He tell you, man, my, my, my daddy wouldn't play. He tell you, man, you can't have that because I didn't buy that. What my daddy did, man. I gave him reverence and respect. 
you know, I told you, you know, you're supposed to ain't, ain't picking with nobody. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, just flood out of me. <laughs> I couldn't have some things right. because I was not illegitimate. Yeah. Although I was not with my biological father, he who raised you and paying by the bills and everything, okay. I understand now that's my daddy. Yeah. And so, therefore, you know, God want me to have what he want me to have. See, the thing about it, we get to reading the scriptures and we get all confused because God don't give us the very desires of our heart until his desires become our desires. He's not going to give us anything. You didn't hear that, did you? Say, delight thyself in the Lord, and he give you the very desires of your heart. Mark 11, 24 said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, you shall have them. I got my desires up, but what is God? What's up, God? Because your desires are carnal, and for carnal reasons. Who am I preaching to? How many have wanted some things? For the flesh reasons. Now, all of your hands should go up. You know, you know you've had, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you put it in a prayer, but it wasn't really for spiritual purposes. Come on now, come on now. You had in mind the reason why you want the new outfit. You, you know folks are going to say, that look good on you. Come on now. And that's all right, that's all right, all right. But if that was your only purpose, that was for corner reasons. So we reverence, we respect it. We paid homage to our earthly parental guides. And we told them, we told the kids at school, man, y'all would do all that stuff. Man, my mama said, put a backhand on me. If I ain't say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am, I wouldn't get away, I wouldn't get away with what you getting away with. I, man, shoot, man. What you Find your destiny, Now, let's take a moment for a brief commercial break, and we'll be right back with more of this life-changing word, the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are several ways that you can get connected and remain connected with our ministry at this time. Connect today with the John 316 Church and Apostle Jerome Lang Sr., First Lady Lynn Marie Lang, through our virtual experience. You can connect through Facebook Live, on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 10.15 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's each and every Sunday morning. And on Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time via our church Facebook page or at thejump316church.com. These virtual services have live streaming cell groups for all ages, including youth. Something for the entire family. Get on the list to receive all notifications by calling 318-219-2989. 318-219-2989. Again, that's 318-219-2989. When you call, if you desire, you can sow into this ministry that is reaching the world with the gospel while ministering to the whole man. 
you will also receive notifications about our daily apostolic forecast, where you can call in daily to receive an impartation from God through our apostle. Apostolic forecast schedule times are announced daily, so be sure to call now, 318-219-2989, to sign up for notification. Join us each and every Saturday morning for our radio broadcast at 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on the Heart of Gospel KOKA 980 a.m. or 93.3 FM. And join us every Sunday on your television at 6.30 a.m. on NBC's KTAL 6. Check your local listings for the channel provided by your cable service. You can also receive more information via our website at thejohn316church.com. God bless you. We would like to extend an invitation to you to partner with us in our great mandate to reach the world with the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is our mission to reach the world, and with your financial support, along with the support of others, we can continue to bring the gospel into homes across the globe. Join us today as we make great efforts to spread the love and share the salvation of Jesus the Christ, as well as empower and encourage believers to continue seeking the kingdom of heaven. To partner with us, pick up the phone and call 318-219-2989 and contribute to the great cause of reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is no amount too small or large. Whatever you contribute will aid us in seeing souls come to the loving arms of Jesus Christ. Don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate. Make that call. Be the change you want to see in your community, in your city, in our country, and in our world. Partner with us today as we reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Captivating, soul-filled, revolutionizing, different, more reality, less traditional religion. It's an introduction to our great and glorious Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. In the morning, Sunday, Sunday, at 6.30 a.m. Central Time, want to hear something that will change your soul's being forever? Then make sure your TV channel is set on NBC6, KTAL, Arklatex, the John 316 Church television broadcast with your host and our leader, Apostle Jerome Lang Sr., Sr. God's anointed and appointed preacher for a time such as these. You don't want to miss this ministering time. time, 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 time. We'd like to extend an invitation to you and yours to experience one of our remarkable, exceptional worship experiences. To receive more information about our ministry, outreach, partnership opportunities, or special events, please don't hesitate to contact us by phone at area code 318-219-2989. You can also log on to our website via your computer or web browser on your mobile device by logging on to thejohn316church.com. We look forward to meeting you and fellowshipping with you soon. God bless you. We would like to extend an invitation to you to partner with us in our great mandate to reach the world with the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is our mission to reach the world, and with your financial support, along with the support of others, we can continue to bring the gospel into homes across the globe.
Join us today as we make great efforts to spread the love and share the salvation of Jesus the Christ, as well as empower and encourage believers to continue seeking the kingdom of heaven. To partner with us, pick up the phone and call 318-219-2989 and contribute to the great cause of reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is no amount too small or large. Whatever you contribute will aid us in seeing souls come to the loving arms of Jesus Christ. Don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate. Make that call. Be the change you want to see in your community, in your city, in our country, and in our world. Partner with us today as we reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Find your destiny, John 3, Let's read about her in the 20th verse of the ninth said chapter of Matthew. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood for 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thou faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Now, now watch this now. There's a distinguishable difference between being healed and made whole. He told her that she was not healed, but she was made whole, which means there was some re-creativity within her being. He fixed her, made her whole complete, not only physically, but spiritually. And, and that's the type of wholeness you and I need. It's all right to be healthy, but there's a lot of healthy folk in sin. And, and it's just a matter of time before something breaks down in their body. Because you shall reap what you have sown. So this lady right here, if she was in anything that may have caused this, the Lord said, you've been made whole. I mean, you're fixed inside out, outside in. Everything is all right. Amen. I want to use for a subject, and you want to pin this one because you want to revisit this subject. I want to show you how to tap into the healing virtue of the Lord. You need to know how to tap into the healing virtue of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you need to know how to tap in to the healing virtue of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My dears, there are so many people in this world society who are sick. And I speak not just of a physical illness or ailment, but I also speak of mental sickness because there are folk who look healthy outwardly inside they're very unhealthy they're battling with 
depression and suicidal tendencies. They're battling with rage and explosive attitude, bad attitude. They hide it sometime with a smile. Come on, talk to me. So folk can appear to be all right uh, without, but very sick within. This is why the health care is such a hot topic amongst the American political culture. It's hot because today the medical care and hospitalization is very, very expensive. Medical care is a very lucrative business here in our day and time. At some time or another, all human beings will encounter some form of sickness. Some of the sickness may be severe, and some of the sickness may not be severe. But at some time or another, being in this physical body, you shall and will encounter some form of sickness. Some have cancer. And some have a cold. Some have AIDS. And some have asthma. Some have heart trouble. Some have high blood. Low blood. Or even no blood. I mean, all kinds of sickness. Some have diabetes. Some suffer from manic depression. They're depressed, distressed, all stressed out. Don't know where they're going or coming. Some have muscular dystrophy. Some have muscle spasm. All I'm trying to say, at some time or another, you and I will suffer some form of sickness. Some have migraine headaches. Some have toothaches. Anybody know anything about that? Some suffer broken bones. And some encounter bone disease. Some have brain tumors and Alzheimer's disease. Schizophrenia where you hear voices in your head. Attention deficit syndrome. Glaucoma and deafness and cardiovascular disease. Athlete feet. Are you with me here? Nervous breakdown. Are you with me here? Parkinson disease. Sclerosis of the liver. Kidney disease. And the list goes on and on and on. At some time or another, you and I will be found in this list. Nobody die healthy. You're going to leave here with something. So you might as well open up your mouth and say Amen. Talking about you walking in divine health. We want to walk in divine health. But sometime or another, living in this fleshly body, it will deteriorate and go back from whence it came. So some of you think you're all cute and all looking good and all handsome walking around here looking down on folk. Baby, you ain't nothing but a piece of dirt. You're a fixed up, dressed up piece of dirt. Have no business looking down on nobody. I don't care if you're figure eight or figure O. You don't have no business looking down on nobody. Do I have a witness here? You ain't all that. I don't want to get sick. 
the hospital. But at some time or another, this body was not made to last forever. Uh-huh, I did say that. This body, tell your neighbor, your body was not meant to be made to last forever. Here's a woman who had what was known as an issue of blood. You can get Sister Jackson all privately and some of these medical workers in the hospitals ask them what the issue of blood is, what they call it nowadays. They may have all kinds of different names. But this woman had a problem. She had an issue of blood. Maybe your issue is not with blood. I, I don't know what's your malady. Maybe you have a marital issue or relationship issue or financial issue or job issue. I don't know what's your issue here, but I stopped by to tell you Jesus can handle it. Do I have a witness here? Tell your neighbor, I don't know what your issue is, but turn it over to Jesus. And I heard the songwriter say, I turned it over to the Lord and he worked it out. That problem I could not solve. He worked it out. He may not come when you want him to come, but he's always on time. He said him early, but he's always stepping right in just in the nick of time. Woo! I can see myself flying around the room behind that right there. Jesus is our own time God. He always knows just when to show up. He always show up just in time. Hallelujah. There are some times this body that I live in I've suffered some pain. And you know how when pain get in your body, Satan try to blow it up and make it seem to be bigger. I mean, you got indigestion and he try to make you think it's a heart attack. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And all you need is some uh, tum to tum tum or something like that right there and it can ease your troubles away. Do I have a witness here? Satan have a way of when you're struggling in the body to put something on your mind thinking that you are about to get out of here. But I'm not going to no funeral. I'm going to a festival. I'm not going to die. I just thought to live. Hey, God is not the God of the dead. God is the God of the living. Maybe your issue is not with blood. But whatever your issue is, why are you trying to find out how to solve it from a feeble, failing creature of a man? Now, I'm not trying to excuse myself because you may need some advice, but I'm going to point you to Jesus. Jesus is the only one I know that is a first-class physician. He's a doctor that never lost a case. Jesus. And that the Lord was summoned and it was literally 
probably thousands of folks around him. And as he walked, can you, let's get on the yellow bus again. Get off the short one. Come on, let's get on the long one. Come on, let's, let, let's, let's, let's ride the long bus. Let's drive. I'm driving. Come on. I'm throwing it down, you know. Come on, come on. Now look at the thousands of folk around the master. And one gospel writer said they thronged him. I mean, they were pressing to get close to him. And can't you see his disciple trying to say, y'all, hold up, hold up. The master don't, don't get so close. And they were trying to hold him. And one day they were trying to hold the children away from Jesus. And Jesus rebuked the disciple. He said, let them children alone. I need them children around me. You run some of these grown folks around. Because out of the mouth of babe come perfected praise. Because grown folk will say one thing with their mouth, but mean another thing with their heart. There's some grown folks who are master hypocrites. Don't you make me pull your membership card in there. I'll pull it in a minute. A master hypocrite. And Jesus said, don't stop the children. Run some of these old big old dead head grown folk away from here right here. Bring the children for such is the kingdom of heaven. It's just like a little old child. And there are people everywhere. And there go the master walking. Can't you see him walking? His 12 disciples that go to Master walking. He walking. He had to have eyes like great balls of fire. He had to have hair like lamb wool. He had to have some black feet, burnt feet. He walking down there with his sandals on, walking. He walking with his long robe on. The master's walking. Can't you see him? He's on his way to Jairus' house. And after a while, that woman say, if I could only get to him not to talk to him, not to tell him all about my trouble, but I just want to touch. Are y'all with me here? Don't let the devil steal your mind because there's a message in it. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, everything is going to be all right. Because I went to one doctor after the other, and they could do me no good. In fact about it, I even grew worse. They would treat me for one thing, and another thing broke loose in my body. They were treating me for the issue and my heart got in trouble. Are you with me here? They were treating me for my heart and my kidney broke down. Oh, if it ain't one thing, it's another. But you got to make it to Jesus. Tell your neighbor, you got to make it to Jesus. And the way you can get there is get down on your knees. Because God's way up. Your way to a blessing is down on your knees. Have I got a witness in here? Have I got some company in here? Tell your neighbor God's way up. It's down on your knees. You look with me. And she touched the hem of his garment. And, and the Lord had more medicine in the hem of his garment. Than all the doctors had in the pharmaceutical stores. The pharmacy couldn't touch what was in the hem. Tell your neighbor, it's in the hem. Not the H E M, but I'm talking about the H I M. It's in Jesus. It's in Him. It's in Him. We live and move and have our being. It's in Him. 
He's the solution to my problem. Do I have a witness in him? My healing is in him. My joy is in him. My peace is in him. Do I have a witness here? My deliverance is in him. My financial breakthrough is all in him. Yes. It's in him. Tell your neighbor, it's in him. Not H-E-M, but H-I-M. Him. You got to get your head above your problems. And do like David, I will look toward the hills. You got to quit looking at what down here. It'll make you sad looking down here. All these sad faces. But I'm going to look toward the hills. From when coming my help. My help don't come from the hills. But my help come from the Lord. I look toward the hills. Another gospel writer said she tried to hide out in the crowd. Sort of like the songwriter said, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. But something you can't keep it to yourself. Do I have a witness here? I said I wasn't going to testify. But I couldn't keep it to myself. Jesus went to looking around. He said, somebody touched me. Peter began to argue with the Lord. Surely, Lord, somebody touch you. Look at all these folk around you. They're trying to see you. They're trying to hold you. They're trying to embrace you. But Jesus said, no, this is a different touch. Somebody touched me with some faith. Somebody touched me with some belief that if they can just touch my clothes, everything will be all right. So let me ask Jesus, Jesus, how do you know somebody touched the Lord? Because a virtue left out of me. You know what a virtue means? Jesus said, I got a weak in the knee. Somebody pulled something from me. Somebody was in a desperate need. They needed a word from me. They needed an answer from me. They needed a healing from me. And I felt it. Anybody need a touch in here? Anybody need a word from the Lord? Anybody need to touch the Lord? Oh, he will. You got to know how to tap in. You got to quit looking for answers down here. And seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Yes. Anybody here? Don't fool me now. If you're getting on your feet, you let me know right now. You need a touch from the Lord. You need an answer from him. I don't know what your issue is, but here we go now. Reach up and put it on down. Reach up. You got to believe it right now. And tap into the power of the Lord. He will. I know he will. How do you know, Pastor Lane? I've tried him. I've been sick as I can be. But I bowed down on my knees. 
Today, with the John 316 Church and Apostle Jerome Lang Sr., First Lady Lynn Marie Lang, through our virtual experience. You can connect through Facebook Live on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 10:15 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's each and every Sunday morning, and on Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time via our church Facebook page or at the John 316 Church. 
www.thepeopleshow.com. These virtual services have live streaming cell groups for all ages, including youth. Something for the entire family. Get on the list to receive all notifications by calling 318-219-2989. 318-219-2989. Again, that's 318-219-2989. When you call, if you desire, you can sow into this ministry that is reaching the world with the gospel while ministering to the whole man. You will also...